Welcome into the 126. Today we have a very special guest with us, a certain undefeated head coach and another secret special guest that we will get to in just a minute. So stay tuned. Let's get it going. This is episode two of the 126, keeping you up to date on all things Forney ISD athletics. Um, first and foremost, let's figure out what's going on around town. What's up? Um, I'm Reed here again. Um, so with varsity football, North Forney played Corsicana, and they won 42-0, which makes North Forney now 7-0. and uh, Their next game, they're facing the undefeated NS team for the conference championship, and the game is on Thursday, November 19th. But for Forney, they had a tough loss this week against Ennis, 63 to 10. But um, next week they're facing, or this week they're facing the two and seven Corsicana Tigers. They faced them earlier in the season, but they lost 20 to 10. Let's see if they can do this week against them. But for volleyball, uh, Forney volleyball played Roy City last Friday and won in four sets, and that puts them at 17 and seven. Uh, North Forney played Greenville and went to four sets and they won, bringing the record to 14 and five. They played Joshua on November 19th. This is their first playoff game. So basketball season is coming up upon us, and so the, 40, the first Forney boys basketball plays uh, on 11-17 against Tyler Legacy away. I mean, at home. Uh, North Forney boys basketball plays against Wiley, or played against Wiley East in one 74-59. Next, they play Wakeland away on 11-17. But for girls, Forney girls basketball won against Kaufman, 33-32. Next, they play Mesquite High School on 11-20. Uh, North Forney girls basketball lost against Tyler Legacy, 36-50, but they play name and Forest on 11-17. All right, thank you, Reed. That is what's going on around town. Right now is the definitely the busy season of high school athletics. We got football at the tail end of the season. We got volleyball playoffs, basketball getting started up. So definitely a lot going on to keep up with. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into um, our first interview, which is with um, Coach Jackson, head football coach from North Forney. So this is going to be our third iteration of the coach's office. The coach's office. The coach's office. So Coach Jackson, how's it going? Great, great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We love to we love to sit down and talk with our coaches. That's really one of the one of the main points of this podcast is just to let people kind of get to know y'all a little bit better. And we see y'all doing your thing on the sidelines all the time, but just getting to hear from y'all one on one is is really nice. So. Let's jump right in. We got the biggest game of the season so far, um, which I know a lot of times that's just the next game. But uh, this one's this one's hard to not really focus on. This is two undefeated teams meeting for the last game in the regular season. Um, that's Ennis. So, so how are y'all? How are y'all feeling? How are your players? How are things over on the north side of town? You know, we're excited about where we've been. Um, we're a little banged up, but uh, all in all, really proud of our team. They're mature. Senior-led team, so I think we're getting better every week. Uh, it's just, uh, again, we don't take for granted where we are. Um, really, th- this is a big one, um, but it's not a playoff kind of game. So, I mean, as far as us um, getting to advance or not. So, it's important, but it, like you said earlier, it's the next one, and we're going to get better either way. But uh, it, it'll if it wasn't uh, COVID restrictions and all that with it being on Thursday, I feel like it'd be a packed house. Mm-hmm. and. It's going to be a neat atmosphere, I think, regardless. And our kids are excited to play it, and we're honored uh, to be in this position. Yeah, uh, I, I know that it would be packed for sure. It's it's one that I'm definitely looking forward to, and um, 
and we're we're ready to work the the scoreboard and stuff and and just get to sit there and watch y'all so i was excited that y'all were playing this one at home um it does stink that kind of a lot of the fans and students can't be there but but i'm sure they're all backing you um as much as they can so you you said y'all are excited um I know that coaches always like to approach games, you know, the same way, the way that got you there. Um, is that kind of hard to do whenever you have a game kind of building up like like this one? Well, that's just the externals. But for us, we just, like you're, you're talking, we just control what we can control. Our practices are going to be the same. And we always talk about just focusing on, on, uh, on us, right? Mm -hmm. And so if it was a state championship game or whatever kind of game, if you'll just focus on you and just kind of put those blinders on as much as you can. So... We're just trying to keep the blinders on and go out there and play the best game we can and, and, and win plays and see where we are. But we'll have to play our best game of the year to stay with a team like NS. I mean, they, they're they're the real deal. But mm -hmm. I think as long as you just focus on you, you got a chance. Right, absolutely. Um, that's what if, for those of you who don't know, right now Ennis um, is ranked the number one team in the state for, for 5A. So um, just having a team like that coming to, come to Forney and, and – and play one of our teams is always exciting, but having a team that, that we think can really give them a good game and, and could definitely come out of there with a win is, is even more exciting. So um, this is your, your like like Reed said, you are 7-0. This is the best start that you've had to a season since coming to North Forney. Um, what do you think is kind of different about this team? Why, why have you all been able to do that this year? Well, the biggest reason is our number of seniors. We've got 35 seniors, and our best players are our best leaders. So we've got kids with – athletic scholarship offers and things like that. And, and it seems like almost more times than not, the, those kind of kids are the ones who have one foot in and one foot out. They're looking to the future. And our kids have stayed locked in. I think last year with us being seven and three and not going to the playoffs has been a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, as far as these guys feel like they have something to prove. And But you only go as far as, as your senior leadership goes. And I just could not be more proud of, of our kids just feeling like, they're on a mission, mm -hmm. and it's fun to coach them. They're again, they're uh, they're they're a mature group, and they're on a mission. And so, um, however it ends up, you know, however this whole season ends up, this is going to be probably the most fun group I've ever had to coach. Really, that's that is great to hear. Um, and and we talked to a couple coaches last week, uh, head basketball coaches, just about leadership and they were talking about the players we were asking the players that they really remember and they had similar things to say that it was it was those ones that were leaders and were there right then and, and just brought one of those intangible things to the team that they end up really remembering even more so than the kids who are obviously su successful on the field so you talked about your senior leadership you talked about kind of those intangible things um, I do want to ask you a little bit about we won't get too far into it about kind of X's and O's type stuff so um, I've just noticed watching your team in the, the limited number of games because of COVID that I've been able to watch at home, um, how creative y'all's offense is. So who do you kind of contribute with the creativity of that offense? Is that is that stuff coming straight from you, one of your assistants? Kind of give somebody some props here, I guess. Well, our offensive coordinator is Michael Ludlow. Um, this offense is something that we started here in 17, and Mike's been here for a couple of years, and so – there's some of us that have been here since 17. Justin Velasquez is our receiver coach. And so I'm heavily involved in the offense. But what is the most fun is, is we get in a, in a group, in a room. And, and so we have base plays we run every week. We call them our, our, our big three, basically. And so we have three base plays we're going to run. And then we get into, okay, what can we do creative? And so um, after our big three, how are we going to run those? Then we get into our creative stuff, and that's the most fun. And so we try to have 
some stuff every week, some right. some things to give defensive coordinators uh, maybe a sleepless night if we can. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure y'all y'all done that so far because just just from where I'm sitting in the press box, y'all y'all keep defenses guessing a lot of the time, and that's it is really fun to watch. This new era of really creative football is just is a blast to watch and. And it's kind of rare almost that a lot of the creative stuff that ends up impacting professional football starts with people like yourself, high school football coaches that are just kind of playing with it and coming up with stuff. So I love to see it right here in Forney um, happening. So that is, that's awesome there. So we are actually, um, wow, I had some more questions to go. We're actually kind of getting up on our time for the first, for the first interview. So uh, to move on here, I just want to say thank you for coming on here. And we, we really appreciate it. We're going to be cheering you all on. Like crazy on Thursday. I remember that that game is Thursday night, not Friday, right here at home at Citibank Stadium against Ennis. Um, we look forward to watching it. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is an awesome deal at Forney ISD. He's doing with the podcast. It's really so progressive and uh, just an honor to get to be a guest. Thanks, Coach. Have a good one and good luck. All right, so our next segment, we this is uh, we would normally throw in a, a Weave segment here and talk to Coach Weaver, but we are actually honored to have a new guest with us. And this is now the Ozone. I don't have a drop for that. I'm kind of bummed that we don't have a drop for it. But this is the Ozone. We are here with Kim Oliphant, who is the, what's your official title, Coach O? Assistant Athletic Director. Assistant Athletic Director. Um, assistant, I think, does kind of, um, kind of, kind of lessens the effect of that title because you are busy all the time. Every time I go down there, y'all are running around like crazy. I'm not jealous of you. So, like I said to Coach Weaver, thank you for y'all's, y'all's leadership and getting us through this COVID time. It's been crazy. Well, I want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to be on today. We were really excited about this podcast and what you guys are doing and uh, getting our news out and, mm-hmm. and interviewing our coaches. This is a really good thing for uh, Forney ISD Athletics, and we appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. We're, we're happy to do it. We're excited to do it. So, um, a lot of people don't know you. Like, Coach Weaver's been here forever. Um, since he was coaching, and he, he kind of worked his way up into the AD position, and we all know him. We don't know you, so we want to get to know you. We want to let people get to know you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you, where you were at before this, and kind of how you got, got to Forney. As my uh, longtime pastor says, Forney wears that Texas. So, yeah, Sure thing. You know, this is my second year. I, um, you know, I'm just a country girl from Huntsville, Texas. I showed steers and pigs in the county fair. Uh, I coached for 19 years. I, I had stops at DeSoto, Wilmer Hutchins. I was at Fort Worth Wyatt, uh, Mansfield High, and I ended my career in Little Elm uh, after 19 years. And my daughter, uh, once she went to college, she's a volleyball player at Texas Tech, I decided to go ahead and take the plunge and go into athletic administration full time. And I'm going to tell you, from the moment that I stepped into the building at Forney, Texas, it has always felt like home. It is a Forney family, and that's how I've always felt. You know, we have a great team uh, under the leadership of Coach Weaver, and I'm learning a lot. And work still doesn't feel like work, so I'm extremely blessed. That's awesome. Um, so uh, we're, we're, we love to hear Forney family. We love to hear that, that it feels like that because I know that the leadership even above – you know, Coach Weaver and our superintendents and our superintendent and all the people that are in charge of that really do try to push that. And um, Forney ISD is an awesome employer. I can tell you that for myself. Um, so you talked a little bit about about how Forney treated you. So let's let's get a little bit more into that. What has it been like since you came to Forney? What are some of those things that you have learned as a leader? Um, you know, being a country girl from a small town, you know, Huntsville's a small town. It was a one high school town. Everybody knows everybody. 
And that's how it feels here. When you walk around Central Administration, you know, people know your name, you know their name. Uh, it just feels right. It feels good. It feels comfortable to me. Uh, and that's, I'm, I'm a person about feel. Um, if things feel good to me, I feel good about it. And I've always felt good about this. I, you know, when I met with Dr. Terry, I met with uh, Rick Gear, I met with Mr. Sterling. Um, there, there was a, a very intense interview process uh, that took place for this position. And, you know, aside from the little nerves that I felt, I was like, golly, these people, they seem like really good people. And they've been true to form. Uh, everybody has been exactly what they were when I first met them. And it's given me an opportunity to be able to grow. Coach Weaver is, he is a growth mindset leader. And he has poured into me uh, every single thing uh, that he knows. He shares it with me every single meeting that he's in. I'm in those meetings as well. Um, I, I've, I've just had a tremendous amount of growth just administratively. Uh, just under his tutelage. Uh, I, I had quite a few years of coaching experience. He and I are both basketball coaches, so we talk a lot of basketball together. But, you know, I was still very green in regards to just the production of running an athletics pro, uh, department. And, and he has really, really, really grown me in that area. That's awesome to hear. Well, we are glad to have you. I know that um, I know Coach Weaver definitely needed some some help in this area because we, we still had, you know, the, the athletic department office had two people in it, and we have two high schools, which is, is kind of crazy. But um, I know that we have a lot of great coaches. Um, but well, we're happy to hear you or have you here. So let's, let's back up even before that. Kind of let's go through your sports background. What's your first love kind of in, in terms of sports? Because it's basketball for me. So I'm wondering kind of what yours is. Well, not a lot of people know this unless you are back home, but my first love is softball. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I played softball longer than I played basketball. So uh, when I was coaching, I used to always be like, oh, gosh, I don't want anybody to know that I'm softball first. They may, they may have me coaching softball. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's my, my first love. And fortunately, I got a little bit of an opportunity to see our softball teams play uh, this past season before, unfortunately, you know, everything was shut down with the pandemic. So I, I, I was very excited. I was at every game and, and looking forward to hopefully getting to see them play a little bit more this upcoming season. Awesome. Forney is definitely a place to be if you're if you're a softball fan. Um, so let's let's go back. I love hearing stories like this. I always like to ask people to tell me, you know, sports stories. So tell me a story about a coach that that impacted you that kind of made you want to become a coach. Sure, that's easy. It's uh, Cheryl Hurd. She was my seventh grade basketball coach. Um, you know, I was a I was raised in a good family, very respectful. Um, well, our, our family is well known in Huntsville, but I had a tendency to to not be able to control myself on the basketball court. So that came across as uh, someone that had a horrible attitude. Mm -hmm. And it took Coach Hurd to tap into me and get to know me and say, hey, Kimo, listen, you're a great kid. You come from a great family, but you don't know how to control your emotions. Once you learn how to control your emotions, you're going to be a really, really good basketball player. And she just kind of put me under her wing from seventh grade on, and I still talk to her this day. To this day, she's one of my mentors. Um, she currently coaches in the Houston area, uh, but that just that she was the first coach aside from someone in my family who just took the time to get to know me, to figure me out, to see how I was wired, and tap into that. And, and I'm forever grateful to her for that. That's awesome. That's why we, I mean, we love to hear those kind of stories because 
this is coming from a teacher who's not a coach. I think that coaches can have the single biggest impact on on individual students on a campus. Um, coaches spend so much time with students, and they just they get them kind of in their environment. You know, hopefully your players are, are coming in happy because they're there to be. You know, they want to be there instead of like teachers. Sometimes we kind of got to battle through the the why am I going to do this, whatever. Whereas coaches can kind of get students in their element, and I think that coaches can just make such a huge impact. So you know, I totally agree. Like um, being a mom of a student athlete. And seeing my own daughter talk about the impact of the coaches who have been in her life. I mean, she's just done it. She's a junior at Texas Tech, but she just wrote a paper about her high school volleyball coach and the impact that she had had on her life. Uh, so it does. It transcends all barriers, mm-hmm. uh, what happens in those settings with coaches and athletes. Any chance she becomes a coach? You know, I don't think so. She, she wants to go into counseling. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, it's similar. You've, you know, you've had to counsel a lot of people as well, a coach. that's right. <laughs> She's working with people, so, yeah. Because yeah. uh, coaches kind of have to do everything. You're a teacher, counselor, parent, that's babysitter. Right. I mean, you're everything. That's right. Well, and that's why we are so supportive of our coaches, uh, mm-hmm. because we know the time that they're putting in, and it goes far beyond X's and O's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, what percentage of coaching do you think is X's and O's? Ten. Ten percent, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It certainly was when I was coaching. Mm-hmm. There was just a whole lot more time. I was an aunt, a mom, a dad, a niece. <laughs> yeah. A ne- I, mean, I mean, it just, I mean, we wear so many hats. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, that's 10%. You heard it here first from Coach L. That 10% <laughs> of coaching is X's and O's. The rest of it is is all the fun stuff. Now, that's, that's me saying 10%. I yeah. don't want somebody to come back and say, ah, that's not right. <laughs> um. So what was kind of, we, we have a little bit of extra time because Coach Weaver was unable to make it, so I'm just going to keep talking to you. So um, what, what I, I have, my favorite memories, my longest lasting memories from playing were, like I said last week, from the locker room, from the bus. Um, is that something that you've kind of found, and could you tell us maybe a story from your coaching days that's, that's memorable? Well, absolutely. Um, I just, and, and this is a true story, and, I, and I've got a lot of stories, but I, I just talked to one of my high school teammates. Um, I graduated in 1991, so you do the math. <laughs> and she and I had not spoken uh, since we graduated from high school. And, and, and somehow we got reconnected through a mutual person and, and we were on the phone for like two hours just talking yeah. about Lady Hornet basketball. And, and she was like, do you remember when it was a two on one and you passed that ball through that girl's legs? And I was like, no, please just take the shot. Don't pass it to me. So, you know, that's something that was on her mind. That's 30 years ago. Yeah. And she still remembers that two on one. And crazy thing is, I remember it too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, you just build lifelong friendships. And even if you don't talk for a long time because of the relationship that you built when you were together, it's like you've never not talked to each other. Right. Absolutely. It's funny that, that we're talking about this because on my way up to this room to record this, I walked past one of my high school basketball teammates and he was here because he's going to be a substitute teacher for the district. And I was like, what's up, man? And we kind of hugged each other and I was in a hurry to go. But like. You're you're right. As soon as I saw him, it was like we were you know seniors in high school again. It's 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 nothing there because you just you build that that rapport through sports that you don't really get from from other things. That's so, right. um, I mean, we could talk about how much we love sports all day, but uh, we are coming up on our time. So I just want to say thank you for for first off coming to Forney. Thank you for coming on the podcast. 
Um, we appreciate it, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again. I know we're going to have a lot of Ozone segments. And I appreciate it. And make sure you get out to go see North Forney Volleyball and Forney Volleyball. They are both playing their by-district games this week. Awesome, awesome. You heard it from Coach O. Do it or else. So that is it on the second episode of the 126. We hope you'll join us again next week. Um, and we are going to be celebrating an undefeated North Forney uh North Forney football team, hopefully, and some some extra wins in the column for our, both of our volleyball teams. So we will talk to you next time. This is the 126. I'm Addison McKelvin, Reed Kirkwood, our ADs, our coaches. We all want to thank you, and uh, go Forney ISD Athletics.